Um, where are we this morning? What I'm going to speak on? Well, rather silently, we, we transitioned out of our Encounter Going Deep series into a new series entitled Lessons from Lockdown. And uh, in fact, the previous talks are now part of that series. Now, why have we called it Lessons from Lockdown? Well, here's the thing. If you believe that God works in all things uh, for those that love him, Romans 8, 28, if you believe that uh, he is the author and perfecter and finisher of our faith, that he's always working in us, uh, Hebrews 15, I believe that is, and if you believe that he uses trials and tribulations and difficulties to develop character and perseverance in us, then you kind of have to believe that uh, school is in session and that we can actually learn uh, from God from what's happening in this season. In other words, that he's not asleep. God is active, as I've always said. God is still on the throne. He's not surprised by any of this. And indeed, what he's actually doing is using this time to advance his plans and purposes in us. And so if you're feeling maybe hopeless about you know, what's going to happen, let me just say that you're the project that he's concerned about you and he is working in you. And if you need hope in this season, I just pray that that truth, that God loves you enough, that he is working in you, that will give you the hope that you need. Now, as I said, the lessons from lockdown, you can catch up on any of those talks. Um, you can uh, go to our talk page. In fact, there's a link there. You can click on that um, and you can go and find those talks. Let me just highlight a couple for you uh, that hopefully are helpful for you in this time in terms of how we do life and navigate through this. Uh, at the start of this time, I looked at how we stand firm in a storm and how we can um, get through a storm. So if you need that, I'd encourage you to look at that one. Uh, also, I looked a few weeks ago at the story of Jonah and the whale and a talk entitled Courageous Confinement, looking at how we can emerge from this confinement um, with the courage and the boldness we need to walk in the plans that he has for each one of us. Because we all have a calling. Did you know that? You have a calling that God wants you to walk into. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, I looked at his plan for his church. And I looked at two things, holiness and, and what it means to be church in this time, so you can catch up with that. And I also want to thank Denise for last week's talk. Wasn't that just such a great talk about how we lean into Jesus and just such a timely reminder of who Jesus is. And if you missed that as well, you can catch up. So what does it mean for us this week? Well, good question. Later on today, uh, our Prime Minister Boris Johnson is going to outline a roadmap for getting out of this lockdown, easing the restrictions. Who knows what that will look like, but we are heading in that direction. And uh, of course, the media speculates many things. Um, but the reality is we won't uh, go back to what was normal before. There will be this easing of restrictions and we will go into what has been dubbed this new normal. Uh, it might be that uh, social distancing will be in place, uh, other gathering measures. But as I posed to you a couple of weeks ago, what if what emerged from this is not that we went into a new normal, but what if us ourselves are a new normal? What if, if you like, we emerge from our cocoon as new butterflies? Could it be that it is in this very moment that God is working in each one of us. You know, it says in Psalm 51, verse 10, uh, the psalmist says to God, Lord, would you create in me a pure heart, O God, and would you renew a steadfast spirit within me? 
In other words, guys, it's an inside job. You know, we can look outside and say, God, you need to change this and you need to change that. But why don't we join the psalmist and say, Lord, would you change my heart? Because in this season, God is doing an inside job. Let me ask you guys a question, okay? How are you feeling about coming out of lockdown? Just think about that for a moment. Now, I've spoken to many of you, and of course, we're all kind of, in some respects, jumping at the bit, aren't we, just to get back to some kind of normality. But you know, what's very interesting, and as I speak to people, and indeed as you and I read articles, or watch the news, or speak to friends, there is a curious thing occurring that, you know, there is this, actually, a level of apprehension, is there not, about coming out of the lockdown. Maybe you feel that. Virtual hands up, if that's you. Of course, naturally, and, and we would feel some apprehension around what is the, the world going to look like. Uh, maybe you know, you're nervous about the virus itself. But I think rather interestingly, um, something else that is happening is that for some of us, this lockdown has taken us by surprise because we've started, if you like, to taste something which is actually a little bit different. Uh, living a life in a way which actually we're starting to appreciate. And dare I say it, there are elements that we're starting to enjoy. And I have spoken to many who have said, actually, I want to change. I don't want my life to go back to how it was before. You know, for many of us, we are facing not the same pressures we once did. You know, having to be here and there and always rushing and the busyness of life. That seems to have been stripped away from us. Maybe you're in lockdown with your family, maybe you've got kids and you're all of a sudden finding that you're spending time with your children in a way in which you were never able to do. I'm not saying it's all plain sailing, but actually God has given you an opportunity to enjoy your children in a way you've never done before. Maybe the way you spend money is different. You know, the things that you once valued are different now. You know, I certainly get on, onto the drive and I, and I look at my car uh, and, and it's just, it, more and more every time I look at it, it just looks like a hunk of metal. <laughs> you know, I can't use it. It's, it's as if our value system is shifting before our eyes. The value that we place on community is vastly different, isn't it? You know, only on last Thursday, every Thursday night, we get out there with our neighbours, don't we? And, we? and we applaud and we clap all those frontline workers, including the NHS and care workers and so many more, of which you are so many. And the way in which we are... Um, enjoying those uh, giving acts of kindness to our neighbours or receiving. All of a sudden we are uh, living a life in a very different way. You know, uh, interestingly, interestingly enough, um, you know, there's been articles just in the Telegraph this week about saying, uh, you know, don't shout it from the rooftops, but uh, people are starting to actually enjoy this. That there are people that are starting to enjoy their kids in a way in which they never did before. There are people that where initially they were scrambling to get out of lockdown the first week or maybe two weeks. All of a sudden they're discovering hobbies that they never had, never had time for before. And so part of this apprehension of coming out of lockdown is I don't want life to go back to normal. Let me ask you a question then. Have a think about this. How have you changed in this time? How have you changed in your, this time? Now, here's the thing. Could it be that God is doing something in us that he's using this lockdown to realign ourselves 
to what he has for us. Could it be that we are in a season of recalibration? And in fact, the title of this talk is The Great Recalibration. You know, what does calibrate mean? Well, I looked in the dictionary and it means to rectify, to correct, to change, to standardise, to adjust precisely for a particular function, and listen to this, to remeasure against a standard. Well, who's our standard? It's God. It's God's Word. Could it be that in this season God is recalibrating us to God in order that we can be precise for the function that he has for each one of us. You know, uh, a few months ago, Steph came to me and said, darling, uh, I just feel like the car is pulling slightly on the steering wheel. And so I thought, well, let me, uh, let me take a look. So I did a bit of a drive and indeed it just, you, you would hardly notice it, but if you were to take your, hand, take your hands off the steering wheel, and I'm clearly not suggesting you will go ahead and do that, uh, it kind of just a minutiae of a degree, but before you knew it, you know, you'd be veering off. And I thought, well, I've got to go and take it to my local quick feet um, uh, mechanics. And uh, they had a look at it and said, you know, you, you, the wheels are, are out of alignment. We need to recalibrate them. We need to uh, redo them. So uh, they got them in their machine, and the car was uh, locked in. If you like, the, the lockdown of the car, it couldn't move. And in that moment, they got the standard out. And you know, I don't know if you've been to a quick, quick fit, but in the waiting room, there's a screen and you can actually see your car, the, the data come up as they, as they look at the tracking on your tires, on your wheels. And indeed, the, the driver right-hand side was out by such a small amount, maybe just a few, a few points, but it was enough that it meant that I couldn't drive straight. There was a bit of a tug in. And so let me just ask you this, how many of us maybe feel like that, that actually we felt in our lives, we haven't been able to go completely straight because there's been this tugging. Could it be that we've been out of alignment? And could it be that this lockdown is our version of being in the quick fit garage? That actually, you know, it, NASA have to be so careful with when they launch the rockets because only a few minutiae of degree, if it's out at the bottom where it takes off, it can be out so far when it heads out into space. And that's what our life is like. You know, it might be just something very small, but you give it a month, you give it a month, many months, you give it a year, you give it a few years, you give it 10 years, and you're completely in a different place. And so I believe that in this season, God has placed us in lockdown. One of the reasons he's going to use this lockdown is to recalibrate us. Let me just share some of my areas of recalibration. You know, for a long time, I felt that tug of wanting to spend more time with the kids. And not just, just in general with the kids and with Steph, but actually specifically about spending more time reading the Word together and praying together. And I always managed to excuse myself from that because, well, life is busy and I've got to get to work and I've got to get the kids out the door for school and they come back tired and blah, 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 blah. I, you know, I could string many uh, embarrassingly so um, excuses together. It's not that we didn't pray with the kids, not that we didn't spend time with it, but not in a consistent way. And, and Steph did a better job of that than me. But I wanted to do it as a family. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, I could feel that tug, and it was in this moment where God took away a lot of those excuses. Uh, it's as if I looked at the screen, like in the quick fit thing, and it, I could see that I was off. And so it was in that moment that I made a choice that I could align myself with God's word. Now, what does God's words say on the subject? Well, I mean, you know, it's Proverbs 22, 6, 
train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now, that is the standard, you see. We should be investing in our children, those of us who have kids. But not just that, you know, there are so many areas in our lives where we need to recalibrate. And so what I want to do this, want to do this morning is I want to look at three steps to recalibrate. Because I suspect many of you are also feeling that tugging and you have experienced a level of recalibration during this time. And so I want to equip us to emerge from this to be a new normal, to be conformed to the likeness of his son. So what's the first one in the three steps to recalibrate? Number one, ask the question, what is out of alignment? You can ask God, Lord, what is out of alignment that you are wanting to recalibrate to your standard? And you know, I suspect that you don't have to dig too far because the Holy Spirit is revealing those areas where it feels like the, the steering wheel is tugging, so to speak. Those areas where you just feel like it's not straight. Just like Steph's car. Maybe for you, your, your temper has flared up in a way in which it hasn't really before. And it's as if the Holy Spirit said, you know what, that needs to be dealt with. That is not my best for you. And maybe it's that in order to cope, you know, you've been put in a, a dependency and self-medicating on things that you know is not right. Whatever that might be. Food, alcohol, things that you're watching that you know you really shouldn't be. And it's as if God's got you in this, the machine like Steph's car, to continue that analogy. And the Holy Spirit's opening your eyes and saying, you know, that's just not in alignment with what's best for you. And so I'd encourage you to say, Lord God, would you just open my eyes to the areas that you need to realign and recalibrate. And by the way, this takes humility. Because the pride in you will say, well, it's fine as it is. I don't need to, I, you know, hey, I don't need to go to quick fit. I can do it myself. But you see, when, when you're humble, in other words, when you say, Lord, you've got a plan for me, and your, what your truth is better than my truth, that's the point at which we know in the scriptures, he says, says his grace is poured out. And so don't let pride get in the way by asking the question, what needs alignment to your standard, God? And maybe ask people around you. Be, be brave and say, listen, I just want to ask you, are there things you think in my life that need alignment? Ask people. Okay, so that's the first step. Ask the question, what has been out of alignment? Number two. What do we do in three steps to recalibrate? Number two, what does God say about it? In other words, what's his standard? And here you see, you need to get into his word. You know, let me just uh, say, you can't live this Christian life just by relying on me or whoever, just feeding you once a week. You know, th that was never the way in which we were supposed to live this Christian walk. The way we live this Christian walk is we have a personal relationship with God and that includes listening to him by reading his word. Every, every instruction we need, the, the manual for our life on what his gold standard is, is in his word. Anything you are experiencing, whether it is to do with anger, whether it is to do with fears, whatever it might be, God has a standard by which you can align yourself. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I know I keep speaking about that every week, Romans 12.1. You know, maybe, okay, you've done step one and you found that in this season, there have been, uh, uncharacteristically for you, very fearful about finances. It's not necessarily that you're in hardship at the moment, and, 
bless many of you who are uh, in difficult times financially. Let me, can I just say on that point, you know, we have our wonderful care centre. Uh, just a shout out, by the way, to all the wonderful volunteers that work every day. You know, you might have missed my midweek message where I just said that we've been given hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, of items and bags away to families that are in need. But if that's you, you know, feed is for, for, uh, for, for, for the church family as well as for the, for the broader community. And if you need help, um, there's a link just there you can click on. Um, do click on that now. We want to be able to help you in this time because we recognise that it's difficult for so many. But maybe things aren't difficult right now, but something's come over you where you just feel like you need to hoard. You know, maybe once where you were generous or where you used to give your tithes and offerings, all of a sudden enemies come in with the fear to say, you better hold on to that because it's all going to go. Well, let me just tell you, what does the scripture say? You know, if you um, look at Matthew 6, when Jesus says, you know, look at the birds, how God takes care of them. Look at the lilies of the field. Do not worry. Do not serve money. The preceding chapter, do not serve mammon, but serve God, because as you seek his righteousness, all these things will be given unto you. And, you know, maybe the enemy's holding you back from being generous to others or giving your tithes and offerings because of the fear of lack. You know, and in this season, God is, is wanting to do a deep work in you, if that's you, to realign you to God's word. So, so get into his word and say, Lord, what are, your, what are you saying about money? What do you say about provision? Because God has something to say. Now, the thing is, when you're in alignment, you'll be able to walk your life so much easier. I'm not saying it's going to be an easy ride. But that tugging, that pull of fear that you might have experienced, all of a sudden goes. And so ask yourself the question, you know, what needs alignment? Second of all, what does God say about it? Get into his word. Maybe seek people for prayer. Get godly counsel and wisdom. And then lastly, number three. Plan to put it into practice. You see, we have a choice at that point. Now, when I was in the quick fit garage, when the guy came to me and said, uh, because before they do the alignment, they come and check that you wanted to go ahead. And he said, Mark, uh, he said, excuse me, sir. He didn't say Mark. He didn't know my name. He said, you know, you're out by, do you want me to go ahead and do that? And I had to make a choice to say yes. Now, how do we respond when we hear God's word? We say, Lord, that's what I want. And we do what we call repentance which means simply turning away from the old way of thinking, the old way of doing, and say, Lord, forgive me for living in that way, thinking that way, doing those things. I want to live by your standard. And then what happens? The Holy Spirit comes in to enable us, to empower us where we cannot. You know, Paul talks about how God's grace is sufficient for us. Grace, you see, is, is simply God's empowerment for us to do that which he's called us to do. And Paul then in the next line said, you know, in my weakness, I am strong. We were, we were created to be dependent on God, not independent from him. And part of the issue of misalignment is every degree we want to be more and more independent from him is the degree to which we become misaligned with his truth. And so simply repentance is saying, yes, Lord, I want to be in alignment with your truth. And as we do, he empowers us. And as I said, the point three is then we need to put into practice. We make those steps. You know, it says in James chapter 1, 23 to 25, it says this. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what he says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom. Now, what is that? That's God's standard. That's God's alignment. 
and listen to this, and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. You know, the man that built his house upon the rock, it says that he heard the words and put it into practice. It's all very good uh, getting to step two and hearing what God says about what you need to do. But if we don't put into practice, then, well, it's like saying to the guy, we don't, I don't want to be aligned. Uh, just get my card out. I'm going to leave it as it is. And, you know, it will require commitment. You know, we have to plan to make changes for some of us. And I, I know that it's not necessarily easy, but we say, Lord, would you help us? As I've already talked about, about how God's grace is sufficient for us. And so there's the three steps of how we recalibrate as way of a recap. First of all, ask the question, what has been out of alignment? And as I said, for many of you, you're experiencing that already. There has been a recalibration that is happening or you're feeling a tugging that's been going on in this lockdown. Number two, then you say, okay, Lord, what do you say about this? What is your standard? What, how do I align with you? And you, that means getting into the word. It means praying and speaking to the Lord. And number three, Plan to put it into practice. Don't just know the word uh, and hear the word, but be doers of the word. I just want to end with this. You know, interestingly enough, there was some research conducted that concluded that it takes roughly around 60 days for new habits to be formed. And when I talk about habits, not all habits are bad. Of course, there can be good habits, things that we habitually do that become part of our routine and our rhythm. Well, you, did you know that at the end of this month, assuming that we have another three weeks worth of lockdown, we would have been in lockdown for around how many days? About 60 days, 63 days. Isn't that interesting? Of course, you can't read too much into these things. But I do find that, you know, we have been in this lockdown period where we've had a long enough in some respects to get into a new routine and to get into a new rhythm. And I just want to end by encouraging you to say, you know, he that has started a good work in you, as it says in Philippians 1, will complete it to the day of our Lord. You know, have hope that God is on the throne and he's working in you, but you have your part to play to partner in the great... Uh, recalibration that God is seeking in your life because as you get aligned with him and what he says you're going to be able to walk that walk straight let me just uh, end with a prayer and then I'm going to hand back over to Rachel Lord I want to thank you that you are our great recalibrator because we recalibrate to your standard your truth your word and I pray in this season for all of those people that want to respond Lord that you would and as people ask the question, you would show areas in our lives, Lord, where we need to recalibrate to you. And I pray, Lord, you would speak to each one of our hearts. And I pray you would show us your truth. And, uh, and I pray this in your name. And, and let me just also say, if, if, um, if, if you, you've been wondering about Jesus and you find yourself here this Sunday morning or watching this on Catch Up, and you've never said yes to Jesus, I want to say that that now is the perfect time. We have a team waiting to pray with you. If you want to give your life to Jesus and be in alignment with him because it is in that place that you're going to find true freedom. Uh, may the Lord bless you. God bless. And uh, over to you, Rachel.